In today's show, the Bitcoin price drops 3% to 10-day lows as Ethereum inches closer to $1,000. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, including crypto trader Pedma. I expect more range trading within these prices as breakouts and breakdowns take longer to happen and prices are getting pretty extended from their averages. Bitcoin using this hourly 50 moving average for short-term retraces of this downtrend, so I'd expect a reversion pretty soon to that mean. Including on-chain analyst William Clemente, this is the highest rate of withdrawals of Bitcoin from exchanges ever. Not sure how much relevance this has for price, but do think this to an extent a reflection of participants losing trust in centralized entities after recent events. People realizing not your keys not your coins. And this just in breaking news, Grayscale has filed a lawsuit against the SEC for denying their spot Bitcoin ETF. That's right, as pointed out here, the SEC has denied Grayscale's proposal to convert Grayscale Bitcoin Trust into an ETF. Deeply disappointing. The point of the SEC is to protect investors, and an ETF is unquestionably a better product for them. This decision defies both common sense and federal law. I hope it goes quickly to court. And more breaking news, El Salvador to build a $200 million solar-powered Bitcoin mining facility. Let's go. Also in today's show, can't stop, won't stop. Bitcoin hodlers buy the dip at $20,000, including Michael Saylor and his checkmate shares here. Whales with 1,000 plus Bitcoin are going ham. Also in today's show, 80,000 Bitcoin millionaires wiped out in the great crypto crash of 2022. That's right, the crypto crash has seen the number of Bitcoin millionaires decline by more than 75% since November of last year. Also in today's show, New Bank now allows 53 million Brazilians to buy Bitcoin. That's right. Over 53 million Brazilian customers can now buy Bitcoin through the country's largest digital bank, which is Warren Buffett-backed New Bank. Also in today's show, crypto analyst reveals big downside target for Ethereum and predicts a Bitcoin bottom scenario. Quoting him here, I'm not saying this is necessarily the bottom. Usually for absolute bottoms to form, you want to see some sort of nasty capitulation wick. Back in 2018, that was obviously the $6,000 level where price fell through from $6,000 to $3,000. And regarding Ethereum, this area remains a high demand zone area. And if we fall out here, $600 is probably the next area up. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? Bitcoin lost 3% in an hour, and Ethereum drifted towards $1,000 on June 30th as pessimism took control of the crypto markets. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart, which is not looking so great. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View showed Bitcoin hitting 19200 this morning on Bitstamp during Asian trading, its lowest since June 19th. Now a lack of momentum on upticks combined with the failure to reclaim critical support at the 200-week moving average set the scene for fresh weakness on the King Crypto. Now in a fresh analysis on the day, traders toyed with the idea of a relief bounce towards $20,000 as shared here. I expect more range trading within these prices as breakouts and breakdowns take longer to happen and prices are getting pretty extended from their averages. Bitcoin using this hourly 50 moving average for short-term retraces of this downtrend. So I'd expect a reversion pretty soon to that mean. And quoting crypto analysts, crypto top, Bitcoin has reached our point of interest around $19,000. We're looking for a sweep of the lows and a reclaim before we consider longing because this is a very strong downtrend and we first want to see some strength. Overall, Bitcoin followed the plan 
perfectly. Now, news that the U.S. SEC has rejected a request from Grayscale to turn its Bitcoin investment instrument, the Grayscale Bitcoin Investment Trust, into an exchange-traded fund. Meanwhile, did not help the sentiment. Regulatory pressure has also come from the European Union, which voted to increase restrictions on crypto movements in the block. Quoting them here, the agreement extends the so-called travel rule already existing in traditional finance to cover transfers and crypto assets. This rule requires that information on the source of the asset and its beneficiary travel with the transaction is stored on both sides of the transfer and quitting them here crypto asset service providers will be obliged to provide this information to competent authorities if an investigation is conducted into money laundering and terrorist financing now sentiment gauge the crypto greed and fear index one of my favorite indicators it's currently sitting at an 11 at a 100 in extreme fear at the time of this recording yesterday was a 13 last week an 11 and last month a 16 in extreme fear meanwhile the altcoins predictably continued the depressed mood on the day with ETH targeting a $1,000 support for the first time in 10 days. Now, only major exchange Bitfinex's Unised Leo token continued to buck the trend conspicuously, gaining 3.5% on the day and extending monthly returns to above 20%. Now, the platform had previously made the news for the exponential growth of its Bitcoin long positions. These since plateauing in the second half of June. And as on-chain analyst Will Clemente shares here, highest rate of withdrawals of Bitcoin from exchanges ever. Not sure how much relevance this has for price, but do think this to an extent a reflection of participants losing trust in centralized entities after recent events. People realizing not your keys, not your coins, or as I like to say, not your keys, not your cheese. Now, breaking news just in, Grayscale has filed a lawsuit against the SEC for denying their spot Bitcoin ETF. And checking out this response here, this decision makes no sense. Approving futures ETFs and a short ETF, but not a spot ETF, pushes investors to riskier products. And Gensler says he is trying to protect investors. What is your end game? Gary Gensler and quitting blockchain lawyer Jake Stravinsky, the SEC has denied Grayscale's proposal to convert Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to an ETF. Deeply disappointing. The point of the SEC is to protect investors and an ETF is unquestionably a better product for them. This decision defies both common sense and federal law. I hope it goes quickly to court. And he updates us here. Wasting no time. Grayscale has already sued the SEC. Their counsel is former solicitor General Don Varelli, one of the leading Appalite litigators in the country. Sad that it comes to this after so many years of ETF debate, but absolutely necessary. Touche. I'll be keeping you posted. Also more breaking news. El Salvador to build $200 million solar-powered Bitcoin mining facility. Let's freaking go. Massive shout out to Nigel Bukele. And before I break down next story of the day, can't stop, won't stop. Bitcoin hodlers by the dip at 20,000 BTC. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting and in the red. Bitcoin down 4% for the day, maintaining just above $19,100. We had Ether down 7% for the day, maintaining just above that critical $1,000 support. While Solana, Binance Coin, XRP, Cardano are all correcting and in the red. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Everyone expects another Bitcoin capitulation event, but data suggests that mass buying has already started. That's right. In a new Twitter thread on June 29th, Checkmate, lead on-chain analyst at data firm Glassnode, drew attention to who in Bitcoin is really stacking sats. Bitcoin selling has made the headlines this week and even has begun to include long-term hodlers who have been guarding their coins for 155 days or more. Now, speculators are not taking the blame for the current Bitcoin price weakness, but 
Contrary to popular opinion, many market participants are in fact adding to their Bitcoin allocations, including Michael Saylor, who just made another $10 million purchase just yesterday. Now dissecting Glassnode data, Checkmate revealed that the smallest and largest players are both in buy mode at around $20,000, splitting the hodler base into four sections, shrimps, crabs, otherwise known as classic hodlers, sharks, and whales. The figures make for surprising reading. Both shrimps and crabs, the smallest retail investors with 10 BTC or less in their wallets, are not only stacking, but doing so more intensely than at any time since the first time Bitcoin hit 20,000 in 2017. As he shares here, shrimp, the little guy, most of us can't stop and won't stop. Shrimps are adding to the Bitcoin balance at the greatest rate since the 2017 all-time high. Same price, different trend direction. I do not underestimate the smarts, not conviction of the little guy. And Bitcoin, crabs with 0.1 to 10 BTC, these folks are still retail sized and either have fat wallets or have been stacking for many years. These are probably Bitcoiners and hodlers in my mind, also stacking at the greatest rate since 2017. $20,000 is a magnet of perceived value. It seems sharks with 10 to 1,000 BTC, these are high net worth and likely institutional size players. Balances are increasing, but nothing special. Given the trade fi and crypto issue, I suspect these guys are heavily affected by deleveraging and margin calls. Wells with 1,000 plus BTC are going ham. Alongside the shrimp and crabs, this looks like the perfect midwit meme. Shrimp equals stackers, middle wealth equals scared and margin called. Wells equals stackers. And it continues, miners are taking a hit, and I suspect there is more pain to come from these folks. They overextended, went public, took on debt, and now prices are down. Time pain will flush them out and cause mergers and acquisitions, in my honest opinion. Where are all these coins coming from? Exchanges, folks. Largest 30-day outflows in five years. I see consistency between these data sets. It aligns with much more detailed analysis from Monday, which I recommend. Now, earlier this week, Glassnode likewise showed the 30-day cumulative Bitcoin outflows from exchanges have reached a new peak for Ki Jong-Yu, CEO of fellow analytics firm CryptoQuant, signs that capital is awaiting on the sidelines to deploy back into crypto are also clear. He eyed the mere 11% reduction in the combined stablecoin market cap compared to Bitcoin 70% from all-time highs. Quoting him here, everyone is talking about bearish things, but most of them haven't left the crypto market. They're just waiting for the bottom. Bitcoin market cap decreased by 70% from the top, while stablecoins went down by just 11%. Stablecoins sitting on exchanges are now worth half of the Bitcoin reserve. We have 25 billion loaded bullets, which can make crypto asset prices go up. The question is when, not how. So the situation is complicated by the fact that the stablecoin market cap ratio on exchanges has stayed practically constant for two years, while the market cap itself has ballooned in that period. And meanwhile, the Bitcoin exchange supply ratio, which you can see here, has been much more volatile. And before I break down next story of the day, 80,000 Bitcoin millionaires wiped out in the great crypto crash of 2022. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting just under $900 billion, with about $65 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The current Bitcoin dominance is 42.6%, with the Ether dominance at 14.5%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Eunice said Leo leading the pack at 3.4%, trading at $5.95, followed by Shiba Inu, barely in the green, up three quarters of a percent, but still virtually trading at nothing, followed by stable coins because practically everything is currently correcting and in the red. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you could only see a couple in the green today, including Luna Classic up 126%, and ZRX up 17 
0.9%. And I already shared with you the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, showing we're currently rated an 11 out of 100. And Extreme Fear, which is a great buy the dip opportunity, BTFD. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. More than 80,000 Bitcoin investors have had their millionaire status revoked due to the crypto market downturn. But lower prices mean that the number of whole coiners is growing. Back on November 12th, just days after Bitcoin hit a new all-time high of around $69,000, a total of 108,886 Bitcoin addresses reported a balance greater than a million dollars, according to data from BitInfo charts. And fast forward to the present day with the price of Bitcoin struggling to hold above $20,000, a mere 26,284 addresses are reported to contain holdings valued at upwards of a million dollars, meaning that the number of paper millionaires has declined by more than 75% throughout the last nine months. Now, the dramatic decline in the price of the flagship crypto has also impacted a number of whales, those who boast a Bitcoin wallet with more than $10 million, while there were 10,587 addresses with a minimum cash value of $10 million in November of last year. Just 4,342 hold the same status today, which is a decline of 58%. Now, despite the decline in net worth of former Bitcoin millionaires, the bear market has seen more than 13,000 new whole coiners. Congrats to all the new whole coiners. A whole coiner is a wallet that contains one or more BTC, bringing the total number of whole coiners to just over 860,000. This significant spike in the number of whole coiners would suggest that retail investors are accumulating large amounts of BTC while prices tank and adding further credibility to the retail accumulation narrative. More than 250,000 addresses have added 0.1 BTC or $2,000 at the time of this recording or more to their holdings over the past 20 days, according to data from Glassnode. BTFD, bought African dip. Now, Bitcoin and the rest of the digital asset market has been negatively impacted by a number of different issues, including increased regulatory scrutiny, sustained geopolitical unrest, rising inflation and interest rate hikes. And due to the increasing uncertainty around the stability of global markets, commentators seem to agree that the price of risk assets like Bitcoin can continue to suffer over a longer period of time. So there you have it. And before I break down our final story of the day, New Bank now allows 53 million Brazilians to buy Bitcoin, as well as crypto analyst reveals big downside target for Ethereum and predicts the Bitcoin bottom scenario. But first, I want to remind you to smash that show more button right below this video in the description for detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1200 plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also some very helpful resources for you to plug into, including my crypto merch store live at merch.cryptonewsalerts.net. Also be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications and help support us with the YouTube algorithm. And of course, you can find me on all the major podcasts and platforms from Spotify, home of the Joe Rogan experience, to Apple's iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video. And of course, you can follow me on crypto Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and TikTok. So wherever you at, be sure to plug in and follow me there. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Brazil's largest digital bank. Nubank has rolled out Bitcoin buying capabilities to all of its 53.9 million customers. That's right. The Warren Buffett-backed fintech had announced the feature in May through a blog post mentioning how the option would be rolled out in phases. And at the time, the company also made a treasury allocation to Bitcoin. That's right. The blog post was updated on Monday to reflect the new status. All Nubank customers now have access to Nubank Crypto Tab, where Bitcoin can be negotiated. Quoting them here, the option to buy cryptocurrencies through Nubank is now now available to all our customers. Update your app 
The updated blog post reads, users can buy and sell Bitcoin instantly through the New Bank crypto section of New Bank's app, the banking platform most widely used by Brazilians in 2021. Even though customers now have the option to acquire Bitcoin, the ability to withdraw purchase coins to an external wallet is not yet available. So please do keep that in mind. Bitcoin Magazine tested the new feature on Tuesday. New Bank charges a small fee for each buy or sell operation, which despite varying hovers at around 0.02%. The app also displays educational content in the crypto section, providing information about what Bitcoin is to novice investors. Quoting them here, the first cryptocurrency to exist, NewBank's app says, as the user navigates to the page to buy Bitcoin, Bitcoin was created with the intention to decentralize the financial system and has influenced all the other cryptocurrencies since then. Generally, people compare Bitcoin to gold and tend to store it for the future. Now, unicorn startup NewBank is the most popular digital bank in Brazil. The fintech is backed by Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway and went public on the NASDAQ recently. Now, interesting considering that Warren Buffett once called Bitcoin Rat Poison Square, and now he's profiting from the sale of Bitcoin. Ironic, eh? Now, according to a CNBC report, the company holding invested $500 million in NewBank in June 2021, acquired 30 million shares for a quarter billion dollars as it went public in December, and recently doubled down with a billion-dollar investment in Brazilian fintech. NewBank joins the race to lure Brazilian Bitcoin investors as players in the banking system to compete to offer the best cryptocurrency services in the country, from neo-banks like NewBank to traditional banks such as Unibanco. Now, investment banks such as BTG Pactual and XP Investimentos have also doubled down on the sector recently with their own plans to offer Bitcoin services to consumers set to come to fruition later this year. Let's go Brazil. Brazilian's cryptocurrency market is preparing for a new set of rules governing the activities of exchanges and custodians in the country. The country's House of Representatives is set to vote on the overhaul cryptocurrency draft bill in the coming weeks. Let's go Brazil. All I know is this. I would not be shocked or surprised if Brazil was to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender here in the near future. Bring it. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. A popular analyst is digging into the charts to set low-end price targets for the two largest crypto assets by market cap. Synonymous crypto trader Altcoin Sherpa tells his 180,000 Twitter followers he is watching leading smart contract platform Ethereum at around $975 to $1,425 while warning that further capitulation could send Ethereum tumbling to 600 bucks. As he shares here, this area remains a high demand zone area. And if we fall out here, $600 is probably the next area up. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And looking at Bitcoin, Altcoin Sherpa tells his 10,000 YouTube subs he is eyeing sixteen dollars to $20,000 as a potential support zone as Bitcoin tries to recover from a month where it's lost almost one-third of its value. Quoting him here, whether this is going to continue to remain the so-called bottom remains to be seen. But if this is the bottom, this kind of $16,000 to $20,000 area, then we are going to see a lot of ranging around this area. Bottoms usually take a long time to form. And basically, I expect it to have a lot of volatility and then kind of range for quite some time, weeks and months before finding a bottom. Now, the analyst remains cautious about predicting a bear cycle bottom, noting two previous instances that were punctuated by dramatic volatility downward, sharing it here. I'm not saying this is necessarily the bottom. Usually, for an absolute bottom to form, you want to see some sort of nasty capitulation wick. Back in 2018, that was obviously the $6,000 level when price fell through from $6,000 to $3,000. And then obviously, the COVID crash in March of 2020, this was obviously a really nasty situation as well, where price dump bad and then a v-shaped reverse but the v-shaped reversal is fairly uncommon for bitcoin and i think that it is much more likely that bitcoin has a long ranging price action over several months 
when the bottom is found. I don't know where this is going to be bottoming out at. 16000 to $20,000 is my hope, but I can't really say where the bottom's going to be. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding his Bitcoin price bottom prediction between sixteen and 20000 Obviously, we've already broken into the $17,000 range. So according to this analyst, we don't have much further down to go. But let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments below. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Michael Kalowski wrote, we missed everyone's price predictions with a slow double top in 2022. Makes me think we missed everyone's lowball predictions and do the same thing with a slow drawn out double bottom. Right on fam. Good point. Thanks for tuning in and sharing. Hoddle. And our next featured comment comes from VBerg420. Had WhatsApp JB conversation was strange. If it was you, sorry, I couldn't respond quicker. Guess I have to respond promptly, but okay for you to not. Anyways, keep up your good work. Well, guess what? That wasn't me. That was a scammer. I never randomly reach out to people on WhatsApp. That, my friend, is a fact. So be very careful of scammers. And our third and final featured comment comes from Wayne. How much longer will it take for people to realize that Bitcoin is one new form of hard money and all the rest are securities or utilities? Why buy altcoins trying to make more money when you could just buy the money of the future now while it's still cheap? Right on, Wayne. Great questions, fam. Stack sats and hodl. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.